What is up guys and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. We'll be in the market one trade at a time. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, so the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, also known as H.R. 5376, uh, uh, was signed into law by President Biden uh, on August 16th, 2020. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about all the different things um, that kind of are included in the um, in the act itself, um, going to be going over the fact sheet uh, straight, straight from the White House. Um, it's public information on WhiteHouse.gov. We're basically going to be explaining or outlining uh, where the money is going and how you could benefit from it. Um, also, as far as investing is concerned, since this is an investment channel, uh, some of the different areas where the money will be going and companies that you could actually benefit from for looking at um a lot of these different sectors and segments. So there are a lot of different sentiments on uh, whether it was good or whether it was a bad uh, decision to have the Infl- Inflation Reduction Act. Um, not here really to discuss uh, my personal opinion on it, just giving you the facts of some of the things um, that are going on. Um, it basically was made to lower prescription drug costs, healthcare costs, uh, and energy costs. So those are the, the big main components for uh, the act itself. Um, and you know, definitely those are different areas that are, that have publicly traded companies. So as an investor, you could benefit from those as well um, to try to help fight uh, this current recession or the recession that people say that we are in. Um, And so I'm going to be going uh, pretty in depth on how uh, that's done. Um, You know, it's going to affect everybody. Um, It was signed, so it's not something that still needs to be voted on. Uh, But I think as investors, it's something to uh, have light shed on. Uh, to see how you can benefit in the market uh, from some of these publicly traded companies um, and where some of the money will be going um, in the end. So let's jump into it. All right. So like I said earlier, the Inflation Reduction Act was signed um, by President Biden on August 16th of 2022, uh, formerly known or also known as H.R. 5376. Um, and so this is definitely very interesting. Um, there are a lot of people who helped to pass this. Um, and so let's jump into a fact sheet of what is the breakdown of the Inflation Reduction Act. And so this is on WhiteHouse.gov. Um, and so this basically explains, you know, how um, it's broken down. So the Inflation Reduction Act lowers uh, prescription drug costs, health care costs, and energy costs. Uh, it is the most aggressive action on tackling the climate crisis uh, in American history, which will lift up American workers and create good-paying union jobs across the country. Uh, it'll lower the deficit and ask the ultra-wealthy and corporations to pay their fair share, uh, and no one making under 400000 per year will pay a penny more of taxes. So the first portion on here, uh, create clean energy jobs. The Inflation Reduction Act uh, creates good-paying jobs or good-paying union jobs uh, that will help reduce emission across every sector of the economy. Uh, As President Biden promised uh, when running for president, the law includes uh, some of the strongest labor uh, protections and incentives uh, ever acted to uh, clean energy tax credit programs. Uh, It will incentivize uh, prevailing wages, uh, stop companies from ripping off workers, and make it in America. So uh, first, the incentivize uh, prevailing wages, the expanded tax credit for energy efficient commercial buildings, new energy efficient homes and electric uh, vehicle charging infrastructure uh, will include bonus credits for businesses, 
uh, that pay prevailing wages and hire registered um, apprentices, uh, ensuring local wages wages are not undercut by low-loading contractors. And then also uh, for the stop companies from ripping off workers, uh, we'll penalize companies that promise to pay prevailing wages uh, but do not follow through. The workers who are owed prevailing wages will receive the difference plus interest. Uh, making it in America for the first time ever, the Inflation Reduction Act establishes uh, make it in America provision uh, for the use of American-made equipment for uh, clean energy production. Uh, the law provides expanded clean energy tax credits for wind, solar, nuclear, uh, clean hydrogen, uh, clean fuels, and carbon capture, uh, including bonus credits for businesses to pay workers a prevailing wage and use uh, registered apprenticeship programs. On here, it also talks about uh, make the tax code fairer. Uh, so the Inflation Reduction Act will uh, make our tax code fair by cracking down on millionaires, billionaires, and corporations that evade their obligations to make sure the largest corporations pay their fair share. No family making less than $400,000 per year will see their taxes go up by a single cent. Uh, and so the Inflation Reduction Act will raise revenue by going after tax dodgers, ensuring the wealthy and large corporations pay their taxes they uh, already owe, cracking down on the largest profitable corporations that currently get away with paying little to no federal income tax, um, instituting a minimum corporate tax of 15%, uh, imposing a 1% surcharge on corporate stock buybacks uh, to encourage businesses to invest um, in enriching CEOs or funneling profits uh, tax-free to shareholders, and then making transition transformational uh, investments in taxpayer services so that regular Americans can get their questions uh, answered and access to credits uh, and benefits they are entitled to. Uh, next, we have a section which is to um, revitalize American manufacturing. Uh, so first on here, we have build American uh, clean energy supply chains. So by incentivizing uh, domestic production and clean energy technologies like solar, uh, wind, carbon capture, and clean uh, hydrogen. Uh, support American workers uh, with targeted tax incentives aimed at manufacturing U.S. source uh, products such as batteries, solar, and offshore wind components uh, and technologies for carbon capture systems. Strengthen Americans' manufacturing base. Uh, this will include uh, promoting domestic sourcing and American jobs. For example, clean energy tax credits are increased if the amount of American steel used in wind projects meets the domestic content threshold uh, and bonus credits apply to employers who use prevailing wages and apprenticeships, uh, apprenticeships uh, ensuring the federal tax policy supports good paying high skilled jobs lastly on here it talks about uh create good paying union jobs in energy communities uh clean energy tax credits uh will be increased by 10 percent if the clean energy projects uh, are established in communities that have previously relied upon um the ex extrication processing transportation uh or storage of coal uh, oil or natural gas as a significant source of employment, creating jobs and economic development in the communities uh, that have powered America for generations. And so definitely very interesting overall. Um, this is a fact sheet directly from uh, the whitehouse.gov. Uh, but you may be saying, you know, that's all good and all, but where 
you know, what amount of money is actually established uh, to each sector of this. Uh, so on here, there's another summary of what the money is going to uh, with a top line estimate, uh, total investment, and what each section is going to. So for total revenue raised, $737 billion for uh, this section, uh, you have 15% uh, corporate minimum uh, tax, so $222 billion uh, will go towards that. And uh, this was the Joint Committee on Taxation Estimate, so it was basically an estimate on what that would be. Uh, next, uh, with the three stars, is the Senate Estimate, and then second, two stars, is the Congressional Budget Office Estimate. So there are three different estimates on how much all these will cost, um, and then total revenue raised is one section, and then total investment is another section. Uh, so on here we have uh, prescription drug pricing reform, so that's $265 billion. Uh, we have IRS tax enforcement, uh, which is $124 billion. Uh, we have 1% uh, stock buyback fee, which is $74 billion. Uh, loss limitation extension, which is $52 billion. And then uh, for total investment, uh, that totals to $437 uh, billion. Um, and so the energy security and climate change is $369 billion. Affordable Care Act uh, extension is about $64 billion, and Western drought resiliency uh, is about $4 billion. So for total, the most amount of money uh, for the Inflation Reduction Act will be actually going to energy security and climate change uh, at about $369 billion. Uh, the second most um, money that will be going to will be prescription drug pricing reform. Uh, why that it's interesting uh, that those two sectors are getting the most amount of money uh, is because it seems that that's where, um, you know, the high um, priced investors are sending to put their money in. So energy security and climate change, uh, as we've seen Warren Buffett uh, trying to buy 50% of Occidental Petroleum, or OXY, um, is very interesting considering there are $369 billion uh, of incentives or tax uh, cuts uh, that will be given out uh, for those companies that are doing carbon caption, and carbon caption is one of the sectors from the fact sheet uh, that will be given out. So very interesting on that. Prescription drug pricing reform is the next highest one uh, with $265 billion, uh, and you've seen the likes of like Mark Cuban, who's trying to find or trying to do a prescription drug reform um, with his company uh, to help make uh, healthcare or make drug prices cheaper uh, for many of Americans. But it is coming with a $265 billion tax incentive. So it's very interesting to see where a lot of the whales or big money is putting their resources and effort into. It seems to kind of be stemmed around this Inflation Reduction Act uh, that was passed. And so very interesting to see uh, those two sectors. I will look at stocks in those two different sectors. Uh, I will look at Mark Cuban's company or companies that uh, uh, I know GoodRx is another company that helps uh, prescription drug pricing reform. So that may be one company. I know they're publicly traded. Uh, the company that Mark Cuban is trying to make, that would be something to do to research as well. Uh, the energy sector, OXY, like I said earlier, uh, where Warren Buffett is investing in, Occidental Petroleum, that is definitely one to look at as well, especially considering those two are the two highest with $265 billion and $369 billion being uh, given to those two different sectors. Lastly on here, we have uh, expands Medicare benefits, so free vaccines to 2023, $35 a month uh, for insulin to 2023, uh, caps out-of-pocket drug cost, an estimate $4,000 or less in 2024, and settling at $2,000 in 2025. Uh, we have lowers energy bills, 
uh, as another sector for number two, the bullet point, which cuts energy bills by $500 to a to $1,000 per year, uh, make historic climate uh, investments or reduce carbon emissions by roughly 40% by 2030, uh, lower health care costs, saves uh, an average enrollee $800 a year in the ACA marketplace, uh, allows Medicare to negotiate 100 uh, drugs over the next decade, and requires drug companies to rebate back price increases higher than inflation. Uh, number five bullet point, create manufacturing jobs. So more than $600 billion invested will create uh, millions in new domestic clean manufacturing jobs. Uh, for number six, we have invest in disadvantaged communities. So cleaning up pollution and taking steps to reduce uh, reducing environmental injustice uh, with $60 billion uh, for environmental justice. Uh, there's number seven, which is close tax loopholes by the wealthy. Uh, so a 15% corporate tax or a corporate 15% corporate minimum tax, uh, 1% fee on stock buybacks, and enhanced uh, IRS enforcement. And then lastly, bullet point number eight, uh, we have protect families and small businesses, making $400,000 or less. So definitely very interesting overall to see how this is going to be affected. Uh, quite a bit of money in those two sectors, uh, like I said earlier, uh, with these uh, top-line estimates. Now, just bear in mind, these are estimates. These are not the exact amount that are going in here. And these are estimates by three different committees. Uh, you have the Joint Committee on Taxation Estimate, you have the Congressional Budget Office Estimate, and the Senate Estimate awaiting final CBO score. So uh, these are just estimates. Don't take these as the final value. Um, but like I said, again, these two industries do seem to have the most amount of money as far as estimate is concerned. And they were estimated by two different people uh, or two different groups. The um, prescription drug pricing reform was estimated by Senate um, and is a winning CBO score. And then the first one was uh, estimated by the Joint Committee on Taxation Estimate. Um, and so definitely make sure you look at those different uh, committees, look at the whales uh, that are moving in the market, see what they're doing. Uh, that will definitely be an indicator as to um, which one of these plays uh, would be the best for you to potentially put in your long-term portfolio um, or just to look at. Uh, these are two really big sectors um, in the market. And so I will look at those uh, overall. I really don't know about um, the drought resiliency. I don't know what companies would be involved in that, but there are uh, definitely a large amount in the energy security and climate change, as well as the prescription drug pricing reform uh, section. So hopefully that information helped you all out. Uh, stay safe out here in this very volatile market, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.